Welcome to Fierce and Fabulous in Midlife, a podcast for women who are so ready to say yes to themselves, to redefine midlife, to liberate themselves from social conditioning, and to reclaim their motherfucking power. I'm your host, Star Monroe, expert therapist, coach, mentor to midlife women worldwide. And I've been working with women for over 30 years now, so I kind of know what's going on in your head. I am the founder of the Fabulous Collective, the secret society for midlife women on the rise and doors reopen this August. Check it out and hop onto the VIP waitlist at fiercemidlife.com. You are in amazing hands as I am obsessed with helping women step into and own the fuck out of their power. If you are a midlife woman who knows she is meant for so much more, then you've landed in the right place. Join me each week for powerful wisdom, empowering real talk and secrets from my life-altering methodology, the Star Monroe Method. Here you have all the permission you'll ever need to live your most fierce and fabulous midlife. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome to episode six. And now we are getting down and dirty because over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be going deep into some of the foundational pieces to my life altering methodology, the Star Monroe Method, which has transformed thousands of women's lives. So the four stages of womanhood are princess late princess, queen in training, and queen. And whenever I share this information, this wisdom with women, they are blown away. And it really gives them a touchstone for who they are and where they've got to go. So before I dive into the description of each stage, let's talk about archetypes first. Now, archetypes came about from Carl Jung. I love Carl Jung. I did my research project on him when I was studying to be a psychotherapist. And Carl Jung identified these archetypal energies. They are part of the collective unconscious. So we're all, we're all part of something bigger than ourselves. Um, and these archetypal energies, they reside in our DNA. They are within us. Uh, they come from lineage. They come from generations before. So whether or not you like it, these archetypal energies are within us. And you will start to see who is, what kind of energy people are in. It's really interesting. It's a good kind of um, sit and have a coffee or a glass of wine and people watch and go, oh, what archetype is this person? What archetype is that person? Um, So let's start with princess first. We're all born princesses. Uh, Princess is uh, zero to 30 years old. And these traits, they stay with us, but What's very important is that we step into our age-appropriate archetype. Now, I've worked with many women over the years, and you know, this is the best way to use my work. If it resonates with you, run with it. If it doesn't, then throw it over your shoulder. Who gives a shit? right? There's so much information out there. And this is what I've learned. You know, what I'm saying is not gospel, but what I am saying is it's working for me and it's working for all the women that are in my world. So I really hope, you know, if it's if it's meant for you, it was going to land for you. So a princess is called to discover who she is as a woman and slowly learn what makes her feel good and what doesn't. If you listen to the last episode, that was one of the little play assignments I gave you. Princesses love confirmation from the outside world, which reassures them that they are okay, that they're beautiful and they're seen. This 
is necessary nourishment for a princess. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. Princesses need it. It helps cultivate who she is. She doesn't yet know who she is. So she needs this from the outside world. But the thing is with princesses, and you'll see this in young women, they've got their work cut out because there are so many outside influences from our culture. And what it does is, you know, you only have to go onto Instagram or TikTok. You see these filtered images, you see these crazy celebrities. What this does is it seduces the princesses into believing they're not good enough as they are. So they tend to opt for plastic surgery. Again, I'm pro-choice. You do what you want. It's your body, your land, your estate. Um, But it's like, princesses are not allowed to be princesses. It's like they've got to change to fit in with what is going on in society. So to claim your true princess status, and if you've got daughters or granddaughters, it's really what these daughters and granddaughters need. They need a true queen. They need that matriarchal energy from this true queen. I'm going to talk about queen as we go on. But to claim your true princess status, you need to rise above the culture's demands of you and seek out older female icons that you can learn from and keep exploring the world and keep learning about who you are. And this is why the work that I do is so important because we need more strong, sassy, fiery, badass, older female icons. And, you know, there is, there tends to be this kind of one vision of a midlife woman. It's like, and the only way I can sum it up, because I've been doing some research recently, is it's like that good housekeeping midlife woman. And she doesn't resonate with me. That's not who I'm growing into. And so we need more different role models of older female icons who are princesses and our late princesses have have women they can look up to and go, oh, yes, this is where I'm going. And then what we do by doing this is that we transform how the younger generation look at aging. So let's move on to late princess. As a woman crosses over into her 30s, she becomes a late princess. This is a powerful transformational time. And there is, there's much work to be done in the 30s. Late princesses are called to notice they are no longer young girls. And the 30s are a perfect time to start cultivating your inner world by bringing awareness to your thoughts and practicing daily skills to make you feel more self-secure. Now, again, no shame because my 30s were absolutely a fucking a shit show. So I never did all of this in my 30s. This is why I've been catching up on the work ever since. Um, And again, know that our culture will keep trying to lure late princesses away from their body and away from their mind. But it is the time. This is why they need these princesses and late princesses need us because we are role modeling them. They need to become less judgmental around their bodies and let go of the negative self-talk. Um, again, think about this, that whatever we're doing in the decade we're in now, we're setting up for the decade after. So as I said, you're paving the way for your next decade. And if you do the work in your 30s, your 40s will be way easier. And likewise, if you do the work in your 50s, your 60s will be way easier and so on and so on. Um, In your late princess years, life is calling you to step into your womanhood. 
So have a look at these traits from an immature princess. An immature princess will always be focused on her looks, always looking for outside approval, not contributing to the world, to others. She's selfish. She wants more and more things for herself. She's overly focused on things of material value. She sees men as saviors or as someone she needs to please. She believes she has to be someone else in order to get their attention. Literally, you're summing me up from my 30s to my 40s. Um, She wastes energy on gossip or media or lots of partying, wastes energy on too much drink and drugs. She doesn't consider the consequences of her words and actions, and she doesn't really think about the future. She self-attacks and self-criticizes way too much. So here's a little question for you. Are you noticing any immature princess traits within you? Again, if you do, uh, smile. It's okay. <laughs> the world isn't going to fall off his access. This is information, and with the more information we have, the better choices we've got. Good princesses look like thoughtful, are aware of herself and her environment. She's got her eyes on the future. She wakes up every single day with an attitude of bettering herself. That should we know. It's a really good thing for all of us to do. Um, is she considers the feelings of others? She has a desire to learn and grow. She takes care of her body and she speaks kindly to herself. So before I go on to Queen in Training and Queen, do you notice or do you know any princesses or like princesses in your world right now? Um, and have fun kind of having a look for them as well. So let's move into queen in training, queen in training years. As you move into your 40s, you enter your queen in training years. This period of your life is calling you to leave the girl behind, to step fully into your power as a woman and to claim your queenhood. I'm getting so excited. This is such powerful information. This is a powerful transitional time and normally spans through our 40s and 50s, but don't worry, it's not limited on those ages. If you haven't done the work, you start at any time. You have been residing on this planet for a while now as you move into your 40s and you've gained wisdom, confidence, resilience, strength, courage. So it's time to put these to good use. As a queen in training, You're called to spend your energy on loving the fuck out of who you are and the body you have. It's time to stop being so wrapped up in how your body looks and the desire to be younger. The desire to be younger is literally going to drain the fuck out of you. It really will drain your life force out of you. Now is the time to get your emotional house in order. It's something I talk a lot about in my work with uh, one-to-one clients and in my membership club to figure out your relationships and what you want from them and also to stamp your sense of style on life, your dress sense and your attitude. And I honestly believe, you know, as I've been watching myself do this work, this work for me is going to be carrying on all the way through my foot. Well, I've done my forties, but all the way through my fifties, uh, just because I've hit into my fifty doesn't mean I stop doing this work. So queen in training, uh, the queens in training know it is of the highest importance to put their needs first and to do so without the guilt. They believe in possibilities, one of my mantras, not problems. They believe in possibilities, not problems, and understand the power of body wisdom. You need to hang around with me because I'm all about body wisdom and inner knowing and use this as their guidance so they can tune out the outside noise. Very important. 
You have this one life, energy, power, and body, and it's time to embrace all of these so you can set the tone flamboyantly, my I add, for the next half or the last half of your life. Let's talk about Queen. I just love this so much. Queen, you step into your queen years from the age of 50 and up. There is another stage and it's called wise woman. It's when you hit 70. So let's talk and focus on queen. It now is, as you hit your 50s, it's now your mission to embrace yourself fully. So you can walk into your next decades with dignity, dignity, grace and power. A queen is cultivated from the sum of her experiences, wisdom and time on this planet Earth. And this is how I look at life. It's like everything I've gone through has been for a reason and I've learned from it. It, It's And it makes me a more well-rounded woman. I'm so glad for everything that I've gone through, all the messiness, because it's given me wisdom, it's given me courage, it's given me resilience. um, And... It, we need that. We, and the thing is, it's, it's not that we need it. We have it. This is our power. Think about this. A queen knows. A queen sees. A queen takes responsibility for her life. I was talking about this in the past episode around power. And a queen confidently sits on her throne. She integrates her many years on planet Earth and gives of her gifts. This is what I've learned. You know, I in my 30s, I kind of thought the world owed me something. And I didn't really understand what serving but now I really know like I fill myself up I look after myself and I'm here to serve I'm here to pass my gifts on to my queendom and in return here's the thing as I serve I get served by others in return so it's just like this beautiful exchange of energy all the time A queen is honoured and she is celebrated. Do you know why she's honoured and celebrated? It's because she fucking honours and celebrates herself. You can see these women. You will see queens walking around. You don't see them very often, but when you do, you're like, bam, there she is. And they're normally older, normally older women, and they really own the fuck out of who they are. You can just tell they're a queen. A queen celebrates life. Uh, She knows who she is. And I I get it. These are easy things to say, not easy things to do, but they are doable. Uh, It's it's what I spend my days and not all my nights, but some of my nights doing. And she knows who she is and she lives it unapologetically. A queen knows not to waste her energy on hating her body or how she looks. Let me read that one more time for you. A queen knows not to waste her energy on hating her body or how she looks. She has way better things to do, places to go and people to see. Halla fucking Luya. She is not paralyzed by her shortcomings and she would never, ever sit on her throne and say, do you love me? Am I skinny enough? Did I eat too much today? Do you think I need to lose weight? No. A queen is in control of her emotional house and she radiates and she loves. She loves herself and she loves life. She's not limited by culture's limitations on how she expresses herself. She embraces her feminine superpowers and boy, does she like to have fun. Woo! 
She does not take life too seriously. She doesn't take herself seriously too. She is not following strict rules on what a woman is supposed to be. She's following her own inner guidance. She is used to doing the inner and outer work and is committed to being the expert on herself. Something that I will say over and over again, you are the expert on you. She puts herself first without apology. She's dealt with that guilt. Guilt is you know, I'll talk about guilt in a future episode, but guilt is never just guilt. There is always something underneath guilt. And she celebrates her body and takes darn good care of it. Can you see how I'm giving you a touchstone for who you can be in midlife? So powerful. A queen puts her pleasure first. She loves dancing. And she brings a certain radiance and joy de vie to everywhere she goes. She embraces her sexuality. She embraces her sensuality. She embraces her age and is a role model for older women and younger women everywhere. A queen wants more for herself and her life and is ready and willing to get out of her comfort zone and make it happen. And that happens over a period of time. So if you have been listening to the the previous episodes, you'll hear about my life story. Um, And in my early 40s, I lost myself and I lost my confidence and courage. And over the last three years, I've been slowly cultivating my courage and my confidence up in myself by my daily actions and by showing up and taking care of myself. And it builds. It's like a muscle. It's amazing. So the more you do, the more confident you get. I'm like, fuck yes, I'm here for this. So let's sum this up with what does a a bad queen look like? So a bad queen, she'll compete with younger women. She is always focused on herself. She is obsessed about why things are not perfect. I don't know if I've got any perfectionists out out there. Again, no shade. I used to be a perfectionist. Um, A bad queen does not come from her heart. She doesn't have any kind of moral code or doesn't answer to a higher power. And it's something that I really encourage all my clients to do to really tap into a higher power. And she only wants for herself. She lives in a state of not feeling as if she is enough. And I get it. Like that was my core narrative as I I grew up uh, to my early 40s that I I never believed I was enough that there was something wrong with me and it does take work to unwrap and unwind yourself from this. Um, But if we don't do the work, then we carry that on forward. Fuck that. Life is for living. We want to do, we want to sort this shit out. A bad queen pulls herself down with a self-talk. She acts like a princess to get what she wants. (laughs) I know I used to with my husband in my mid forties and she tries to get love with her looks, certain weight and people pleasing. I'm literally like, that was me. Um, A good queen. A good queen gives of herself. She knows who she is. She knows her identity. She's done the work on it. So she really embodies it. She takes responsibility for her life and her actions. She lives in her body. You will notice women who live in their bodies. They hold themselves differently. They move differently. They're just different. I want that for you. I know that's possible. It's very powerful. A good queen accepts herself. She radiates. There's a life force that comes from a good queen and you're attracted to it like a a moth to a flame. She takes the high road. This is something I talk about with my clients about taking the high road, about not stooping down to people's levels. We've got to take the high road and it's a practice. And I remember talking to my mum actually a couple of days ago and she had a row with my sister or something and and she was like, whoa, I'm going to do this. And I was like, no, mum, you're the 
queen. You're a wise woman. You've got to take the high road. I'm not sure whether she did or not, but, you know, I, I offered the, the wisdom for her. A good queen stops fighting with herself and her life. I think I said this in the last one or another episode, that when you stop the fight with yourself, you free up so much energy to live, to live and a good queen is here to serve. She likes herself. Uh, she manages her energy and she defines aging and midlife her way. Who doesn't want to be a good queen? I mean, come on. It is literally, this is what I'm here to do, to teach you to step into your queen and embody the fuck out of her. So there's a little play assignment I'm going to leave you with. Um, and as you go about your day, uh, and as you're scrolling on Instagram, TikTok, uh, or watching any movies, I want you to start noticing women with queen traits, bad queen, good queen. And also I want you to start noticing women with princess traits, also bad princess, immature princess and mature princess. And start to identify it because the more you identify it on the outside, the more you're going to start to identify it on the inside. And also, whatever you identify with yourself, view it with a smile and curiosity. There you go. That would be good. View it with curiosity. Um, and remember, it's all about the journey. You are walking the path of cultivating a better relationship with self. Thank you so much for listening. I am honored you are here with me. If you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And I would love for you to write me a review on Apple Podcasts or share it with someone else who you know would love it too. Stay connected and sign up to my VIP list at fiercemidlife.com. And if you're ready to up-level your midlife, then check out my high-level private mentoring program. You'll find all those deets at fiercemidlife.com too. Until next time, keep channeling your most fierce and fabulous self.